What's up, everybody? You're listening to Roots to Grooves with me, Jesse Quigley. And I'm Jay Purcell, the founder of Signal Radio. But I'm just kidding. That is Jay Purcell. Flip-flopped. We, we, is it because we do so many shows and we forget who we are <clears throat> or something like that? I don't know. We just have such an affinity for each other that, you know, I, I want to be called Jay. You want to be called <laughs> Jesse. We, we both want to switch and be each other. We're, we're one in the same. We're two separate entities. Yeah. But one entity here at Signal, here on Roots to Grooves, and it's a beautiful union. Yes, it is. It's a beautiful, beautiful union. Get my words out straight. For yep. this, uh, Jay, we're doing episode. a podcast. We've got to speak yeah, our... coherently. Clearly. <clears throat> and uh, this week, we are talking about Alpha Mist. Which is a dope name. It's a really good name, yeah. It's a cool name and an even cooler project. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What a cool project. I mean, we're talking jazz. Yeah, yeah. Jazz and uh, hip-hop, funky beats, piano, keys. Um, I would say it's organic hip-hop with head-nodding nod- head beats mm-hmm. a lot of the time. Um, and, uh, yeah, and it's Alpha Mister's one guy, which I, don't, I didn't find out his real name. I tried, but I couldn't find it. Could, did you find his real name? No. No. Yeah. No. Everyone just for real? Call, everyone just calls him Alpha. That's and, all I heard. At, yeah. And when he would describe himself, like in an interview, he'd be like, I'm Alpha Miss. Yeah. Yeah. And that's fine. I so, think that's cool. That's cool. The internet does not hold his true real name at the moment. Unless that's his real name, but I, I don't think it is. Yeah. And the other, uh, the other thing was when I looked him up, um, yeah. you know, Wikipedia often comes up. When you you know look yeah, up an artist, yeah. he's not on Wikipedia. Well, he came up. Oh, but, he did. But yeah. it's his page is all in Spanish. <laughs> did you do the Google Translate? I did. And what 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 came up? It was there, and his yeah. information is there. But I don't understand why you look him. He's 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 British. Yeah, yeah. So we're he's talking about London. a British jazz hip hop artist. Yeah, he's from uh, East Ham, um, w- which is in London. Um, it's uh, it, uh, what is it? East Ham is a district of the London Borough of Newham. I had to look that up. Newham, Newham, because he said Newham a few times, and uh, East Ham is a borough of Newham. Yeah, borough of Newham. Yeah, it's like it's, <laughs> it's inside. There's London, and then there's East Ham, and then there's no, there's Newham, and. The, uh, <laughs> something like that i don't know man i don't know like i said it's we like got to get a doll. we we need a map we need a here. geography teacher with yeah we need a geography services. like uh uh like a student of geography for and reference I, and i'm from england but like you know i'm not from <laughs> london you know i live there a little bit in crystal palace is where i lived in london when i was younger and i you know used to spend a lot of my time in london before i came over here um but I lived outside of London, but he, yeah, is from like East Ham and Newham, which apparently when he was growing up was a lot of people, like everyone he knew when he was in high school was making beats, making grime. Um, yeah. So he started as a grime artist. Yeah. yeah. What, what would you consider as grime? How would you describe that? Um, it's, you know, it's a, it's a unique strand of, um, I would call it hip hop, but like they have garage music in the UK as well, kind of thing. So it's like a lot of 
it's sort of like modern beats, but with a lot of like dancehall reggae influence. Okay. Okay. And, and, and uh, yeah, it's a very sort of unique genre by itself kind of thing. Um, and yeah, he was, he was like, you know, everyone he knew was rapping or making beats and he was in high school, like, and growing up there. And, um, he is a son of an immigrant. His mum is from Uganda. Uh, originally she came to the UK and uh, I'm, I didn't find out any information about where his father's from. Um, but you know, he grew up kind of, you know, poor East London stuff. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, his mom had mul multiple jobs, you know, she'd do anything to make money to put bread on the table for the family from like doing cleaning jobs and, and whatever kind of yeah. thing. And, um, yeah. And, uh, you know, he, he was just in there getting into music, surrounded by music, because, you know, there were big artists that came up from the area he lives in sort of thing, but I'm totally. not sure if he really knew any of them. Um, For sure. Yeah. And so, yeah, that's kind of like his, his formative years. And so he um, was really into Jay Diller, Ninth Wonder, Mad Lib. High tech. High tech. Yeah. He was listening to all that sort of st stuff. And when he started making music in his bedroom, he was uh, making music like that kind of thing. And he sort of kind of was getting a little bit frustrated with it, like the sample-based music and trying to create sample-based music. And he was wondering why his beats weren't sounding as good as, as those people that he was listening to kind of mm -hmm. thing. And uh, which led him on to like exploring, like why is that the case kind of thing. And... Um, you know, and he was trying to sort of figure out who are these artists sampling? Like, you know, how are they making these beats sort of thing? And that led him down a path of like discovering the original samples, which is a lot, oftentimes there's a lot of old like jazz tracks kind of thing, old music. And, uh, you know, and so when he realized that, then he was sort of diving into the old jazz records and then sampling those and, uh, and making beats that way. And then, he got frustrated with that even further because he was like he was like i love these chords but i don't know what any of them are called like it was like i would love to like be able to do that by myself kind of thing and right so he got to the age of 17 and he was and he decided he made a very clear decision that like i'm going to learn how to play piano mm -hmm. and um and it was interesting because he was going to school but he wasn't like from a good well means like he didn't really have any resources behind him kind of thing and he couldn't like learn at school music so he was like well i still want to learn so he self-taught himself um how to play the piano yeah which is yeah. cool i think yeah. he was super into i think he kind of wanted to go to the piano to the keyboard yeah yeah no, even maybe specifically the keyboard but either way because of the keys the way they're laid out yeah i think you know, Mr. Mist. Mm -hmm. Mr. Mist. Mr. Alpha, whatever you want to say. Sometimes people call him MC Alpha Mist as well. MC. Because he, he does also rap. Yeah, yeah so he does yeah, rap. And yeah, he is, yeah. he's on some, he's rapping yeah. over some of his beats. Yeah, yeah. But he's not a rapper no, yeah. as far as his project goes. No, yeah. Just yeah. get into this real quick. Yeah. He raps, but only when he feels like it's necessary for the song. When he feel like yeah, this part needs rap. Yeah, he said it's like a it's like a tool in his toolbox rather than yeah. like 
something he does he says like i think that's cool yeah and he's like you know i can do it and he'll do it when the the song calls for it but he won't mm-hmm. do it on every song yeah, yeah. he's not i'm a yeah. rapper yeah. and i need music in the background so i yeah. can rap yeah he's like i'm gonna make music and if that music yeah. calls for rap yeah i like i got i got it yeah i'm gonna do it i'm gonna try at least and it from what i've heard it's good yeah. i don't know how to judge rappers on you know i i can't <laughs> i'm not an olympic judge on you know what to give what kind of numbers for how good you are as a rapper or what's good but yeah i just go on the flow he's like he's good like when when he does do it Mm -hmm. you know it's not like he's oh it's tasteful it's tasteful he's not forcing anything it's like it's more kind of like poetry or whatever and he does it really well yeah yeah if, if nothing else it's 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 enhancing what's going on in the music yeah more than music being a backdrop for his rapping yeah, yeah i think that's dope yeah yeah you know he's using rap which is a whole genre and lifestyle yeah. even yeah, yeah, yeah and he's just like i'm gonna use some of that when i think it's necessary as a tool exactly yeah. that's cool yeah. I and mean, that's like a powerful thing yeah um and so kind of like what i was saying about keyboard yeah, yeah. piano the keys mm-hmm. i think this guy's super into harmony yeah and i was looking at some videos and, and listening to him talk about it mm-hmm. and i'm like whoa i not sure if i even know what harmony is anymore yeah I, this guy's, I, I know where you're coming from yeah he's, yeah. he's like deep into it and it's he's like, really big on harmony yeah you know? and it's very interesting so like he well so he said when he was sampling like he was always in front of like a midi keyboard mm-hmm. you know and so he said when he chopped up his samples he would always map them for like to like different notes on on the keyboard kind mm-hmm. of thing so he'd always be playing like his samples like the jazz samples or whatever in that way kind of thing and that's how he sort of started to get the feel for it sort of thing right but on a technical level but yeah like what you're saying like he was he was you know wondering why his music wasn't sounding like these people he was figuring out what these guys were sampling he was digging by himself and finding these things and then he was yeah just like i want to explore the harmony of this like the harmony is what he says Mm -hmm. yeah and it's like and he was like I need to learn how to play piano and figure out what these chords are and how I can play them myself and how I can generate them myself. Kind mm-hmm. of thing. Yeah, and often pianos, yeah. it's laid out in such a way that's distinct. And yeah. as, as a not non-musician even could say, you just look at it and it's just the keys are like literally lined up yeah, yeah. from bottom to top. And it's very visual. And uh, I, I, I feel like that's how he... I, I don't know. I think that's why they, they teach piano as a yeah. fundamental instrument for a lot of people when they're learning music in general because it's yeah. a great way to kind of visually show what's going on yeah, yeah. at the same time as you're learning why these harmonies are working and what the music theory yeah, yeah. means in accordance with these different intervals of notes you're playing. Yeah. And that's all good. And I'm no keyboard player or anything. I, I know nothing about music theory. Yeah, like I, yeah. I, I do when I'm learning and I try, but... Right compared to the greats of the world and the the intellectuals in music theory i'm at the very bottom you know what i mean yeah. um but did i think you learn by ear though as well or did you learn some kind of theory in school or something or, no uh, yeah. not at all yeah. um i mean primarily by ear yeah. i just started learning on guitar the my favorite songs right yeah yeah um, by by ear yeah okay yeah. yeah well by ear my dad taught me a couple you know chords yeah, yeah. got me started with like a couple chord formations like okay cool yeah, yeah. and then i would listen to some music and then i would 
try to connect the dots like well i don't know how to play what that sounds like mm-hmm. so what do i do so i started you know hop on the internet and get tabs yeah i used Ta- to get download tabs as well yeah yeah tabs is- some of them are bad some of them are like is this that's how the, you play? that's the thing like- you find out and you you go through this whole thing and you, you learn how to play the song the way yeah, the tab yeah, says and it's yeah, like yeah. Something's wrong. It's because someone else <laughs> figured it out by ear and then they did the tab and they put it on the internet. Yeah. If people don't know what tabs are, it's basically like, um, how, how does it look? It's like pictures. Tablature. It's, it's like a, a visual of what's happening on the guitar. You can visually yeah. see like the, the neck frets. of a yeah. guitar yeah. and there's frets. It's just like that. And then imagine that on a piece of paper mm-hmm. and then... It's it's kind of hard to describe, but yeah, like. But for, it shows kind of like if you're where gonna your play, fingers need to be on the guitar and stuff like that, right? And, yeah, and and the numbers will correspond to the finger numbers. Yeah, yeah. like I, I don't okay. even know well enough, but like yeah. one, your fingers correspond like one, two, three, four, five. Yeah, I don't think your thumb counts, but I think your index finger would be number one, yeah. two, three, four. So if there's a one yeah. on the corresponding like E string, and it shows that on the second fret, then you put your first finger on that fret. Yeah. Then you follow the you know the code yeah. where to put your other finger and then it forms a shape yeah. strum the chord and you play the chord yeah, yeah so it kind of tells you specifically where to put your fingers on the fretboard yeah to play a specific chord yeah. and then it does that for every chord or every note whether yeah. it's a solo yeah. or a block chord that you're playing yeah and it's a map. For what to play and how to play it, basically. Yeah, yeah. And there, all the information is not there because there's obviously a difference between musical notation. Yeah. And tablature. Yeah. Not the same. There's some semblance. Yeah. Some resemblance. Yeah. yeah. I might be making up words right now, but that's okay. <laughs> all words, all words are made up. Jay. Well, I think it's uh, like because I remember when I was first learning how to play guitar, and my dad got me this uh, book, and it was like a you know, really simple little book kind of thing, and it mm-hmm. and it showed you all the chords of the guitar, and it had pictures. So, uh, like, it would the first thing would be like the picture of like the hand, like a real person's a uh, picture of yeah. a person playing a chord, yeah, yeah, playing like a D or whatever kind of thing. And then below it, it would it would have like a a picture of like the frets, and then the dots of where your finger should be, kind mm-hmm. of thing. And that's kind of how tabs are as well. So it's like, you know, the tabs are like, the, the it shows you the dots. It shows you the frets and then the dots of where your fingers should be kind of thing. Right. A little bit. And then also in time sometimes. Sometimes they put lyrics so you, you have like a reference, right? Of like yeah. where, where you are in the songs. Because it, again, it's like a it's like a layman's terms of, of actual music notation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what, you know, reading a sheet of music, that's the, the value in that it, tells you specifically where to play yeah. what notes to play at specific yeah. what times yeah, yeah tablature is like here's the chord yeah, yeah. but it's not necessarily going to give you the specific rhythm yeah and a lot of times if you're like playing a oh play the e like dun 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 yeah. e chord yeah it'll just say that same shape like chord 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 yeah, yeah. in a you know visual yeah, yeah. way yeah um so there's a it's it's not the same as musical notation, but it's very valuable for a beginner because it's it's layman's terms, it's yeah. just raw exactly, yeah. data. Put your finger here, play the chord. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so it's a great way to start, and that's yeah. why that's how I started mm-hmm. learning the shapes of different chords. Yeah. 
learning just the general vibe of what's going on on the guitar. So I learned how to play the first part of Under the Bridge Ooh. by uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers. I Classic. could play the ding, 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 and I could like do do it for like, and then I kind of lost it because I couldn't figure out the rest of it from the tabs. <laughs> yeah, well, the time. But, John Frusciante is playing some yeah, yeah crazy weird shit. Cool, uh, yeah, interesting yeah, stuff. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Good but, stuff. But I mean, yeah, we're getting off track a little bit, but not really yeah. so much because you and I are now are riffing on how we like learn how to play guitar or mm-hmm. figure out songs kind of thing. You know, and Alpha Mist is coming from the perspective of like, you know, he wants to create, you know, these these sounds that he's hearing in the records kind of thing. And he really has he he's his ear is really tuned into what he calls the harmony kind of thing mm-hmm. and and it's very interesting he mentions it a lot like he said that you can create harmony from any instrument it doesn't matter what mm-hmm. instrument it is you can create harmony from it and he's he's very attuned to that and that's like his thing i think like that's like the crux of where he's coming from that's what he hears musically and everything like that and um i don't know his process i couldn't find out like how he went about learning other all, all i know is by ear Mm-hmm. So, so like he listened to a lot of of music and was just trying to play along and trying to figure out what was going on he said the first thing he did was not actually listening to old musicians but listening to current um jazz musicians mm-hmm. and seeing what they were doing sort of thing um he mentioned a few names i can't really remember all of them but i think robert glasper was uh, uh was one guy that okay. he mentioned and uh, a few other people that are sort of like modern pianists, jazz musicians, but they're doing something more kind of in the solely R&B, neo-soul space sort yeah. of thing. And he was really into that first before he started going backwards uh, into listening to sort of older kind of jazz music. And, mm, and, when yeah. he, and when he did that, when he went delve backwards, he said Th- Thelonious Monk was... Um, someone that really stood out to him as, okay. as, as like a, a jazz musician that was really just kind of doing whatever he wanted and being very unique mm-hmm. kind of thing. And it's that style. resonated with, yeah, with alpha. Yeah. With Mr. Mist. Yeah. So it's very interesting. Alpha Mist, like he, he, um, you know, he's a, he's a producer, he's a beat maker. And then he, you know, decided to delve into the, the piano and really learn that. And if you see him play, like, I mean, he's amazing. Like it's a natural talent. Like, Yes, he he put in some graft to learn how to play, but but he did it. Yeah, and also yeah. and also no was, doubt. Also, was very interesting as well is the chords he plays are very obscure. Like the sounds he creates on the piano, it's oftentimes dark, um, but dark in a good jazzy way. But it's just very specific to his like. I don't know where he's pulling these chords from, but it's like, yeah, it, it must come from like his idea of harmony and he's hearing something. He's hearing something that we yeah. don't hear or something like that. Yeah, and I mean, it's... Yeah. You could throw words out like genius. Yeah. You know, it's like he's at that level of like, yeah. wow. Yeah. Like it, some of this stuff blew me away. I was just, it's instantly like sucked me in like, whoa. Yeah. yeah. And I, I can't explain it because yeah. I don't know music well enough. And I didn't obviously delve into the specific chords that he's playing in these different parts and stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, but one of the cool things was that I think, you know, back to how he's super in tune with harmony. Mm-hmm. Um, I, uh, in an interview, I, I heard him, he wants, he, 
he he's really up sorry I'm, I'm not speaking very well right now but he wants he sees the link between the harmony and like emotion yeah yeah and oh music and emotion as well as it, it, so, yeah more know. in general exactly and it's just like more of the same and he he just wants to i mean that's what's interesting to him and that's what is driving his passion to like figure these harmonies out like what's this yeah. music theory and why does it make me feel this way yeah he said and how like, can i use that to make yeah. other people feel this way yeah he said like like the connection between music and emotion is something is also very so it's harmony and the emotion of the mm -hmm. music and emotion being in a way where he can make people feel certain things with his use of harmony and chords and stuff like that yeah you know so you I mean, can make someone feel sad or happy or that's he, crazy he, he even said fear like that's <laughs> scary even that's like i'm a little scared that he's just yeah, saying yeah, that yeah but yeah a person has control over emotions yeah like that's next level yeah he also said you know we don't really know about you know our relationship like it's not really i mean there's people that have thoughts out there about it and i'm sure there's books out there about it and stuff like that um but like yeah but to really sort of think about you know as humans our emotional reaction to music and the sounds we're hearing kind of thing and how it can change us our vibe and yeah. our feeling and that we did the last episode on uh beach fossils mm -hmm. and you know he you know he was saying how he was depressed and he found an escape by creating music kind mm -hmm. of thing yeah and it's like you know so that is an impact as well it's like you can do music to make you feel better play it or listen to it or whatever that's one of the coolest things how music can do something for you specifically personally yeah, yeah but at the same time you're creating something that somebody else can consume and feel their own emotions based on whatever you're providing yeah i mean it's just endlessly interesting yeah and it's hard to describe and that's not specifically what we're here to talk about <laughs> but it's a big Part of Alphamist, I think. But, yeah, yeah, no, but this is kind of where this guy's coming from. Yeah. Just in general, to yeah. give everybody a, an idea, this guy's... I mean, he's super talented. He, you know, he came from East London from poor means, couldn't learn music educationally or academically. He had to teach himself, mm -hmm. like, you know. And, you know, and so from coming from, like, listening to people like High Tech, like Thunder Mad Lib, Jay Diller, producing beats being in an environment where other people are producing grime beats which is like very specific british kind of sound kind of thing right to discovering piano and and wanting to create harmony and then through to like wanting to like mess with people's not mess with people's emotions but like you know <laughs> yeah. kind of like create <laughs> an yeah. emotional response i think that's what his music. i think that's fair to say that's kind of people, his basis of where he's coming from I think, yeah like. i think i think that's fair to say though like yeah. if people want to listen to music yeah. you want your emotions to be messed with a little bit like yeah you put on a song to i don't it's different for everybody yeah this is the beauty of music yeah there's different facets different perspectives on the same material yeah. Something can make somebody feel happy. Something can that same thing can make somebody feel sad. And it depends on your perspective and context of what you're trying to feel yeah. and what the artist is trying to make you feel yeah. or help you feel. Yeah. And this guy's super in tune with that, so I love it. Yeah. And 
I don't. I love Alpha Mist. All yeah. all of a sudden, because I I had not heard about this guy. <laughs> yeah. Ever. Yeah. Until you brought it up I, for this I, um, episode, I discovered him through doing the drop, which is okay, another nice. show on Signal kind of thing. Because like every week, I'm scouring like for new releases that come out because the drop is all about playing new releases. Yeah. And uh, Alpha Mist in the last couple of months has started popping up quite a lot because mm -hmm. he's had a new album come out, which we'll talk about. Um, and yeah, it just it just kept, he just kept coming up. He was he's been very prolific recently with singles and and albums and stuff like that every week and uh and i was just like okay this guy's interesting and i was like you know when it came to like uh suggesting an artist for rooster greaves i was like i thought of him and i was like let me go check him out because you know i'm i'm hearing his latest stuff but i don't really know too much about him yeah and yeah i i found out he's been releasing music since 2015 and has um one two three full-length albums but one um ep um nocturne ep that came out in 2015 which is what the opening track tonight that i played off of um it was called blaze which featured kaya thomas dyke who's a bassist and a vocalist and she was doing the vocalist vocals on that track kind of thing um and tifon let me just say and tifon yeah is gorgeous the whole the album through. yeah the whole yeah, thing yeah, yeah. i mean that's his first i try to listen his first album pretty much yeah, yeah. which would yeah right yeah, yeah, which yeah. is crazy yeah i i try to listen to you know here on roots to grooves if there's an artist that you brought up that i don't know i try yeah. to listen to as much of the music as i can yeah yeah to get context and yeah. feel out what they're trying to do who they're trying to be um and to be honest like i i i listened to this some stuff i got to antiphon and then I just had to listen to that a couple more times over and over, and I didn't get to some of the later <laughs> stuff. That's so good. That's. I yeah. was just like, whoa. Like, yeah, I don't have time yeah, to listen yeah. to anything else right now. I have to listen to this again. Yeah. And it was, I don't know, it sucked me in really hard. Yeah. We'll talk about that in a second. Because um, we're still talking about this, the, the general vibe, right? Yeah, where are we at? Yeah. Because I got a couple notes. Um, okay. So, yeah, he was a teenager when he was dabbling in hip-hop. Yeah. Um, a couple influences, Miles Davis mm -hmm. came up. Yeah. Uh, so no jazz. Yeah. Kind of jazz standard classic stuff. Mm -hmm. And then another thing that maybe a little out of left field, but very on point was he was into Hans Zimmer, okay. the German composer yeah, yeah. of um, you know soundtracks for yeah, yeah. movies. James Bond. He's done lots of lots of soundtracks yeah i think yeah, he's yeah. done you know i think inception yeah I like so, yeah. a lot of these huge yeah. epic yeah. movies yeah. that a lot of times have cool twists and yeah you know obviously Which are, by the way i'm i recently subscribed to Masterclass, mm. and i've been i watched quest love about djing i'm currently watching timberland nice. about producing beats uh, the next one I want to watch is Hans Zimmer. He's on there talking about. I almost, stuff. I almost bought that whole suite. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm interested in that as well. I might I'll give you a guest pass. I think I can give you some kind of access to that. Bro, like that would that. be awesome. I was. Yeah. And also, by the way, to the listeners, I can't give you access to that, but we can give you a bag of cash if you email us at roots at signalradio.com. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> Just throwing that out there. But this is real. Jay will give us. Give you a bag of cash. All you have to do is hit us up at the email with any fun facts yeah, yeah. or corrections or hate mail. 
Yeah. Just give us that email real quick. What's the email? Rootsagreaves at signalradio.com. That's S I G N L radio.com. For a bag of cash. For a bag of cash. Throwing that out there, but that's not what we're talking about here. Yeah, anyway. But I thought it was cool because I listened to some like movie soundtracks like yeah. sometimes when i'm trying to fall asleep yeah, yeah and i'm just in that zone where i don't want to like think about something specific but i want to my brain's not done like enjoying things how are you finding these just randomly searching for movies well, yeah. Right. Yeah. Or, yeah or or something that's on my mind like sometimes uh one of the latest ones i'll listen to um john williams mm-hmm. who um i'll listen to some star wars okay music yeah, yeah. like star wars compositions whatever you want to call his yeah. his, his whatever you what's whatever the right yeah yeah vernacular it is to call that music but it's it's certainly epic and it's gorgeously beautiful and i think a lot of times you you watch star wars and you're not you just kind of accept the music yeah people don't really caught like i was gonna say cotton on to it i don't know if that's a phrase that people like cotton on on. you hadn't you cotton on on? (laughs) hadn't cotton on to that yet i think that's fair Uh, i think that's fair well, I, I, as I said, as I was saying it, I was like, it's, I don't think watching Star Wars is about, you know, yeah, and cutting on to the music. <laughs> like, it's like, it's part of the movie, which is good, which is a good, that's how movie soundtracks should be. They should be complementary to the right. on. Yeah. Movie, but like, yeah. And th- that's one of the beautiful things that Hans Zimmer does yeah, yeah. is that he makes it feel like you're just experiencing something. Yeah. not watching some video with some cool music in the background yeah, yeah. it's kind of you just you're just enveloped in what's happening yeah and that's what he's able to create with sound yeah you know as well in addition to the obviously video of the film so cool stuff yeah but i i see where this guy's coming from because it's cool that he's into hip-hop he's into jazz but he's also into these big epic you know orchestral yeah, yeah. productions which is something we could talk about a little bit later on. Yeah. Is, uh, collaborations Just, with orchestras. But yeah. Totally. But yeah, he just he wants to make um, people feel something. Yeah. He said he's, he's pretty dark as a person. Mm. Yeah. Again, so everything en- ends up kind of sounding melancholy. Yeah, someone asked reflective. him what his perfect day looked like. And he said it's uh, going to Asda. And Asda is a, like a grocery store in England oh. kind of thing. And uh, buying muffins and coffee and going home and then making music. And then and then he also said basically trying to stay indoors to keep people away from his bad communication mm-hmm. skills. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that was great. <laughs> I, I think this guy's an epic communicator, but he just does it through music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think well, let's play another track. Yeah, it's about time. I want to do this track off of Antiphon. Mm. Um, and it's called 7th of October. Or 7th October. Yeah, that was 7th of October from Antiphon, his Alphamist's first official album release, mm. which uh, dropped in 2017. And uh, there's a lot going on in that track, like obviously musically. And then you got Alphamist doing some of his uh, rapping on it. Yeah. 
And then also uh, some of that conversation you heard in the background was actually his brothers. So like throughout this album, he has his brothers talking on like, you know, a few tracks sort of thing. And he said basically what, what he did with this um, was that he, he said he was going to record a podcast mm-hmm. talking about mental health and um and relationships Mm. and so he invited his brothers to talk about that and uh and 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 they did they had like a whole conversation about it and and you know and kind of like also like what it means to like sort of check in on people especially if you haven't seen them for a long time and if you haven't seen them for a long time can you really still be part of their life yeah and you know that was the whole conversation and an alphamist said that like when he was doing this conversation with his brothers he found himself agreeing with them and being like yeah i'm on the same page kind of thing and it was almost kind of like a debate with himself as mm-hmm. he said is where, where this sort of these vocal discussions came from which is he doesn't use a lot he used sparingly throughout the album kind of thing but mm-hmm. um but yeah it's like uh and that and that's a whole very interesting topic. Well, yeah, a, aside wh- from the music, yeah, like what what a cool thing to do because yeah, yeah. a lot of people don't even actually speak to their their, their siblings in the real world, like face to face, yeah, and have this this arena of communication open yeah. Yeah. to discussing these things, even though this yeah. stuff is happening. and You're feeling something. I'm feeling something. Your your siblings are feeling something. Yeah. And he he was he organized this to to record it yeah and and to put it out live yeah at least some of the clips yeah like such an intimate thing yeah a lot of people wouldn't you know yeah people want intimacy in their music but not a lot of the time that I've ever come across where people are like hey brother sister mm-hmm. come sit around this microphone and let's have yeah. a conversation about our relationship yeah I'm putting it on my album yeah. <laughs> like like that's just like on blast like yeah, yeah. so something so intimate yeah and i love how he wants to put that on his record because that's the realest thing that you can do yeah it definitely shows a level of um per- personal like i don't know just like not hiding anything like just um letting it like i mean I, i'm just Let- kind of thinking about it for myself i know you have like what um two brothers and a sister or something two sisters and a brother two sisters and a brother i have one brother and like you know if i'm thinking about if i was going to do the same type of thing you know like record a conversation with my brother and then put it on a record like mm-hmm. that would be very like i don't know it would be cool but it'd just be very intense for me to think about that's what i'm saying like sort of thing like, yeah. like cathartic though cathartic yeah yeah. Like I I think that's a healthy thing like yeah. Address your feelings. Yeah. Yeah. Simply, you don't have to record it and yeah. put it out on yeah, Spotify. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but just the fact that he did that and he yeah. did put it on Spotify. Yeah. But like that just says so much about like I should be able to just talk to my siblings yeah. Not on a well, record. It, it, well, that's the fun thing. It makes us think about that, right? Like the fact that he did this makes us as music listeners think about our family. And which is, you know, kind of because he was, you know, specifically with his brothers talking about mental health mm-hmm. and relationships. 
and checking in on each other and if you go a long time without being in contact with a certain person are you part of their life like or not you know i feel this way even with friends or and family as well like i'm on the other side of the world and my family's on the other side of the world mm-hmm. on two separate continents i have family in england and family down in mauritius which is like off the east coast of africa kind of thing yeah and you know and i'm like the furthest place away from both of those groups of families which is crazy but yeah i think about this a lot you know like my connection with them and like you know if i'm not on skype every week i'm not part i'm not part of their daily lives i'm not seeing what's going on in their daily lives i'm just seeing what we talk about like once a week sort of thing you know yeah like, that's the difference makes me think yeah it yeah yeah better that's it yeah, yeah. makes you think yeah, yeah. yeah alpha mist makes you think <laughs> yeah he's pl- he's tugging on those emotional that's, fucking things like very specifically like he's you know i mean yeah. it's amazing mm-hmm. not a lot of people have the the heart or the will to like you know talk to their siblings about real shit mm. Or it's hard, like you don't have that relationship with your sibling, yeah, or something like that. So it's like if you do want to talk about that, it's kind of strange or something like yeah, that. Like you kind, have to it, kind of, yeah, it feels foreign. It doesn't yeah, feel yeah. natural. Yeah, yeah. And here this guy is, like, I'm making music, but also, yeah, I want to delve into these feelings because yeah. he, he sees them one and the same. Yeah, I yeah. love that. Like yeah, the emotions. Yeah. Like, what do you feel? And he sees that as a it's it, it equates to what chords i'm playing like how does that yeah, chord make yeah, me yeah, feel yeah. how does that chord make somebody else feel right and he's just blending yeah. these yeah. blending emotions between humans yeah and music and humans yeah and it's just it's just crazy i don't know how to explain that i'm not a therapist <laughs> jay i'm not a i'm not a music theoriologist yeah i'm not jay i'm not anything <gasps> What am I? You are something, I'm, Jesse. I'm, some, I'm something. <laughs> I'm something, but I'm figuring it out. But I'm just saying, this guy's this guy's dope. Yeah. He's not afraid to get into intimate things. Yeah, yeah. And I think he's looking for intimacy within music. That's just funny because I didn't think about this when I was researching, but now talking with you, like I'm realizing how big a factor this is in his music. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That that's what I. Yeah. See, I just yeah. discovered this guy this week because you right. brought it up for the podcast. Yeah, yeah. And that's a beautiful thing in itself. There you go, yeah. Yeah, this guy is like, I mean, it's very interesting. I mean, on, on a, on a um, let's just sort of take it back a little bit um, on a sort of not technical level, but like a kind of, you know, music career level type of shit or whatever, um, like, he dropped this Antiphon album in 2017. I'm not sure how he released it, but it ended up getting up on YouTube and someone bootlegged it and uploaded it to YouTube and it ended up getting like 8 million views and listens. Was this before it was actually released? I think it, I, I'm not sure how it came about, whether it was released or not, but but some dude uploaded it or, or I don't know. Who like it was, it was leaked. It was leaked and and it got up on youtube and it got like it's eight million views and and alpha mist even said that he was on youtube and it like was suggested to him as a video to watch kind of thing and he yeah. was like what and um <laughs> that's me <laughs> yeah and uh and and that's what blew him up 
like people were list that were streaming it on YouTube and listening to it from there, mm-hmm. and uh, and really getting it. He said he's since uh, talked to the person that originally uploaded it, and he said they're good, kind of thing. It's all good, so, yeah. Chill, he's not suing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, like, yeah, like that. That is kind of what happened with with that album, and it's it's a funny thing because he was he's he's also a soundcloud guy and there's mm-hmm. like a big soundcloud movement of people that sort of um so you know um he put his stuff out on soundcloud and you and and tom mish is also someone that started just by uploading to, to soundcloud and got big and kind of people know about him now tom mish guitarist guy you know about him no you don't know Tom. Michelle, i'm one of those who does not know oh, well we should do a show on him then um like he's like a really good jazz guy how about jordan rakai do you know him mm. okay. oh for two for yeah, me yeah 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 barney um barney stinson no 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 okay <laughs> barney something else uh barney sound i can't remember his name whatever fuck it um forget it uh but like they're all like um they've they've all come up have you heard of yusuf days yeah the drummer yeah okay so tom mish recently did a project with yusuf days okay okay cool yeah so it's like you know um and, and it was kind of funny like with um alpha mess because he said that he said like the Tom Mish like invited him to like go produce with him back in the day. Mm-hmm. And he was like, um, and he, he kind of said no. And he, he thought that Tom Mish like hated him or didn't like him for that kind of thing or something or some weird energy. But he was, but Alpha Mist was basically like, he didn't think that it would work making music with two producers. Right. Cause he said Tom Mish's stuff was really good. And his stuff is good like and he was like i don't know what i could add to it like sort of thing yeah yeah, yeah. and then jordan rakai he's uh this guy i think he's from new zealand and he but he moved to london and that's where he's based and he's like releasing a lot of albums he's kind of like soul jazz r&b really good stuff um and he said that jordan rakai sent alpha mist a message and alpha mist uh responded but jordan rakai never got it so jordan rakai thought that he was just ignoring him (laughs) (laughs) so he's like he said like he's had this weird origin story with like these guys because he's since collaborated with them a lot kind of thing but it's like but the first communications were just like it wasn't happening yeah (laughs) um but there's a good video on youtube (laughs) of them all collaborating in a studio together where they go try to make a song in a day I, I I'll watch that, yeah, 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 which is interesting. I yeah. one of the one of the YouTube comments was too many cooks in the kitchen. Y- yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> they, I kind of yeah. is because maybe they're, because maybe not. They're all really get these guys, and uh, it's it's you know it's just so dependent on the specific context. You know, you could put five random people in the room. Maybe they would not go. Maybe they would not jive. Mm. Pick five other people. Put them in a studio. Maybe it's magic. Yeah, you kind of never know. That's well, but you got if you got like um, it would okay. A sort of a parallel would be like you know if you put like I don't know like like some big big artists in the same room. Like who's some big artists that you think of like um, off the top of your head? Like um, okay, 
Uh, Dave Grohl. Okay, yeah. And uh, Adrian Young. Okay. <laughs> I don't, I don't, that's, a, that's, I just, a, that's a weird matchup. That's a weird. That's that a weird down, matchup. But. I don't know. What, you, you said pick some names. I said I pick some names <laughs> from the same. Just from the same sort of genre. Maybe, I, I, like, yeah, like, I went uh, as far as I could have. I was like yeah. nothing like that. Okay. Uh, no, I was thinking of like if you put like five superstars in one room, like you know, like if you had like back in the day, like you put like I don't know, fucking James Brown. And Curtis Mayfield and Michael Jackson. Okay. Okay. Like all, okay. In, all in the same room. Yeah. And Pharrell Williams or whatever. And you're like, make a track in a day. And it's like, oh, well, we're all really like fucking super powerful on each of the shit that we do. Like, how do we, um, how do we work it, with each other sort of thing? It, like, yeah. Uh, is there a yeah, way? Yeah. Should yeah, there yeah. be a way? Should we even do it? Should we even do that? Yeah, like, uh, yeah. I don't know. These are the questions, though. And this is what people are. Ex- are experiencing doing music which is cool it's an experiment yeah well, nobody the, knows what's good or what's bad and the cool thing with this thing that they did so it was a uh, it was alphamist jordan mckay tom mish and uh one other guy i'm sorry i'm blanking on his name i'm sorry i don't know i'm sorry i forgive everybody. you um but like um you know they said basically like tom mish sat down at the studio and he came up with the beat and then he put some guitar down. It was sort of like flowing in his direction because he the he was the one that started it, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then Alpha Miss was like, you know, I'm I'm kind of the the keys person in this situation, sort of thing. So I'm going to do some key, like so he like <laughs> put some like live piano down and all yeah. that. And then like Jordan McCoy just did the bass, and he was like, oh, I'm just the bass player, kind of. Got, you know. <laughs> and the other guy did some rapping over it, sort of thing. And then after Tom Mish left the studio. Like they was like the rest of the guys were in the studio and they kept playing the song over and over again, yeah. and then they were like, "Oh yeah, we can like put it in a different direction and do this." <laughs> so they did some stuff with it, but it's kind of interesting. It's like, yeah, I mean, these guys are all like super. Like, if you listen to each of these guys' albums, is very they have a very eclectic, defined sound individually. As yeah. they're like they're capable individually of making really solid music so yeah it's like you know yeah it's gonna be interesting if they collaborate sort of thing but it's, it's just it's always an experiment yeah, yeah no matter who you're working with but to bring it back to alpha Mist, though like he um nocturne his first ep in 2015 was all done completely by himself and then 2017 anti-form this album that you really like as well like he um he he started to invite other musicians to come on to play on it basically saying oh, okay he, he was saying that like he you know he can play every instrument but he's not like a super virtuoso virtuoso on each instrument right so like you know he can come up with like a guitar idea but then he's like you know let me hire like well not hire well kind of hire Let's, let me bring in sure a, my it's, my friend that can play it's a like symbiotic relationship but he he was yeah he was like oh I can I can play guitar. Yeah. I can play keys, but like would it be better if I had somebody else who's like Yeah. Guitar's their thing. Exactly. Like I'm and keys then guy. Bring in him, I'll show him my idea. He can take that idea and then you can go further with it. Sort yeah. Of thing. And that's what he did on Antiphon and it, and with drummers, guitarists and bass players and stuff like that. You know, him still keeping his realm of piano and keys kind of his little world of expertise and production and songwriting and everything like that yeah but bringing in these like 
specific musicians to like flesh out each of these parts sort of thing which he was like he instantly instantly recognized and wanted to do like from mm-hmm. the get-go sort of thing like um and it and it fucking works like yeah yeah yeah. I love that. Like, absolutely love that. It reminds me of, um, you know, one of my favorite artists, Brian Wilson of the Beach From Boys. The Beach Boys, yeah, okay. yeah. And, you know, you can read articles for days about him, you know, playing the studio as an instrument. Yeah, yeah. You know, and that's just what he was doing. He was a producer yeah. organizing ideas. Yeah, yeah. But he, he did not play you know, the timpani, he didn't play the bass, he didn't play the drums, he didn't play... He had a vision, though. But he had an idea, a vision, and he organized it however he could do it to make it happen. Yeah. I just think that's that's super beautiful. Like, you don't have to do every single little thing in order to create something that you want to create. Just in in anything. I Whenever I'm talking about music, skyscrapers come up. Yeah. Business skyscrapers mm. you got to build the foundation before you build up higher yeah you can't just start at the top of the pyramid yeah you don't build a pyramid by starting at the top yeah you start from the foundation the foundation lowly in the yeah. dirt yeah. and sometimes when you build a skyscraper you got to dig down you go, yeah, before you go, you go up there you go yeah. and it yeah. that's a huge thing for me you love that analogy, but it is. A I good love analogy. that analogy. <laughs> I love it. I've said it before, and I'll say it again because it, yeah. it just makes so much sense to me. Yeah. Sometimes it feels like you're going down. Yeah, but you have to go but, down and dig, dig in and dig yeah. deep before you can come up. I think that's huge. Yeah. That resonates for me, and that's why I keep bringing it up. Yeah, yeah. No, it makes. Sense. I think it's a good analogy. Maybe yeah. I'm maybe I'm overdoing it. If you don't like it, go watch another YouTube video. Okay. <laughs> I don't really care. But no. Um, but one thing I did want to talk about. So Nocturne. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Let, let's get into that a little bit. The first EP. The, the first EP, because that did feature some guests. Yeah, it did, yeah. yeah. It, it wasn't Antiphon where he um, initially featured guests, but there was a run yeah. of guests on Nocturne EP, including uh, Tom Mish. Yeah. I'm hoping I'm pronouncing Mish, yeah, yeah. right? Uh, Barney Artiste. That's the guy I was trying to think of. That was, okay, that was the guy. Yeah. And then Jordan Rakai, Rocky, yeah. uh, Rakai, Rakai. Yeah, cool. Jordan Rakai. Yeah. Cool. So I mean, and that was an eleven-track EP. So it's not a yeah, no, small. You're right. And there's others. There's like Rachel Ofori. Um, there's Kaya Domus uh, Kaya Domus Dyke, um, mm-hmm. which who featured on the track we started out with, Lester Duval. Carmody and Imavi, I want to say that right. And actually, he's gone on to do separate projects. Um, he has a completely separate album project with Lester Duval and also with Imavi, um, like separate album just, okay. drops, like where he's just solely collaborating with those people on a full album kind of thing. That's epic. I, yeah. I haven't even gotten into all his oh, he's done so side many projects yeah, and stuff. He's been so fucking prolific over yeah. the years, which is, is crazy. Like he's dropping these very robust albums, but he's also, um, you know, doing full albums with other artists, like at the same time sort of thing. So he's been like, since, you know, 2015, he's just been pumping out the tracks and the music and stuff like that. 
Mm-hmm. And it's very interesting because he says he doesn't, you know, people ask him like, um, you know, what was your big break or anything like that? And he was like, I don't know if I've ever had a big break. He just says it's slow and steady. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, like the other thing he said is like, you know, he doesn't like even really think about that stuff anyway. Like he's just like focusing on the music and what he's creating. Yeah. And, he, and also he's very like humble for like from where he's coming from kind of thing. Like, you know, growing up poor in, in, in London, being a son of an immigrant and, uh, you know, and, and his mum like not having much and having to work all these like different types of jobs to just like put food on the table mm-hmm. for the family and a roof over the head kind of thing. And he's just very like, you know, grounded and rooted in all of that stuff. And, um, and, and, and it's sort of like reared its head in a weird way. And I'm kind of like moving a little bit too far ahead when I say this about like his latest album, because his latest album, which dropped this year, 2021 was, uh, written, recorded during COVID quarantine Mm. thing. And, you know, and, and him saying that, you know, uh, he he realizes at this point, like everyone's having these same sorts of like outlooks on things and life and all that. And it's something he's always kind of had. And he's, now he's realizing that other people have this outlook as well kind of yeah. thing. You know, just about like yourself, your sense of place in the world, what you're doing, what you should be doing, what you're not doing. Like, um no, yeah. I got a good. Yeah, yeah. I got a good quote. Yeah, yeah. Um, this is, this is him. Yeah. Um, I live in this perpetual bring back state, where I can never really be sure that I'm doing as well as I am. He says, mm-hmm. "When you grow up where I did, you live in a sense of instability. Yeah. You can be doing okay for a while, but that can change." You always know that that's a possibility. Yeah. So I, he never takes what he has for granted. No. Because he's coming, yeah. he's, you know, started from the bottom, now I'm here. Yeah. And he recognized that and he, it's fully enveloped in him, in, in his being. Yeah. And he's not afraid of it or scared of it. You know, he's just fully like, if I'm going to continue to be accessible. Like, I think I was watching a, a video where somebody was like, what, like, what do you think of your success or whatever? And he's like, like it's cool. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm for sure paraphrasing here. Yeah. But he, he said it's cool, but it's not, it's not going to take you anywhere. Yeah. Like you still have to, you know, be the person you want to be and do the things you want to do. Whether or not that's going to take you to the next level, you just be true to yourself. Do what you want to do. Yeah. That's the best you can do. That's all you can do. Oh, yeah. And just go for that because yeah. nothing else matters. Yeah. I th- that was a quote and it, it's cool. Um, a lot of the quotes that I've seen from what I was researching and stuff, he's just a cool, chill, down to earth dude. Yeah. He's not he's not egoed out. He's not all hyped. Yeah, he he knows his place. You know, none, it, none of these people are like that we've been talking about on Roots Degrees. I don't feel like anyone has really had like a massive ego. Like, I yeah, don't I don't know if that. Does that say more about us who we're picking hmm. to talk about? Well, maybe, maybe. But also, I don't know about some of these artists when I throw them up to talk about. But also, sometimes so. you don't know. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. But I think it's, it's like part of like how you can get along in this world. 
and be creative and move forward is by yeah. not being an asshole and not and that's what i vibe with yeah. like it is you there's a million ways you can do what you want to do in the world yeah but there's only there's less ways that i want to do yeah you know personally and there's ways that you want to do and we all individually want to do yeah and you gotta you just gotta pick one and go yeah do it go yeah, go yeah, go yeah, yeah. and that's what he did he and he picked music and yeah. he was like focus on keyboard yeah focus on your your what, what's your motivation and then what's your discipline what do you want to do yeah. and how are you going to do it yeah. and he's like music jazz keyboard yeah. boom yeah. go hard and he did it and he he's continued to do it so i don't know yeah i don't know i guess we're talking about nocturne ep uh yeah yeah you went right. back there you I, went back there. well i well, i mean that i think that's where we're at is that not right no we went we're, to we we i play the track of antiphon well we well. okay I mean, we're we already got, in antiphon we, okay through that a little bit yeah okay, well i know we were going back and forth and stuff but okay yeah fair it's antiphon no, we went I, back and forth. I, no, I, it's not a, it's not a chronological episode. It's fine. That's fine. Yeah, we're we're going back and forth, but antiphon. Yeah, yeah. Because it, it blew me away. Yeah, that's that's what I wanted to talk about the whole time. Yeah, yeah. And maybe I'm going to I'm going to nocturne because I'm trying to like fill some Ooh. space. Well, I was gonna like, like play another track off of his next thing structure oh you're like two albums ahead of me but we could <laughs> but we can play another track of antiphon no we, let's do it yeah another track of antiphon um it's a it's a it's eight songs 52 minutes it's pretty long he, he's got some long tracks first one is like 10 minutes long it's got a couple of 10 minute songs on on this album antiphon takes yeah. you on a journey yeah and this time alpha mist is the only one in the driver's seat mm. I'm going to play um, Nucleus, second to last track. Mm, penultimate track on Have to yeah. Fawn. One, two, That was Nucleus from mm. Alpha Mist from mm. Antiphon. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Just over there making sounds. Mm. Hits me in some kind of way, making me feel some type of way. I love yeah. Antiphon, dude. Like, yeah. it's just great. Yeah, it just yeah. speaks to me. I don't know how to describe that to other people, yeah. but it, it speaks to me. Yeah. And I love it. Like all the the whole thing. Just listen to that thing from the top to the bottom. Yeah. Put it on again after it's done. Yeah, yeah. It's good. I love it. Definitely. Um, yeah. yeah. Well, I got a, a quote for what he said about this album. I just want to raise certain topics with my projects rather than provide any sort of answers. Mm. That's cool. Just kind of leaving it up. Like, yeah. 
like his music is a question yeah it's not an answer right yeah i think some people look to music for an answer yeah or look to a myriad of different things that could be the answer like oh i need a new car that's the answer i need a relationship that's my answer yeah you know but he's just like here's some feelings yeah now what do you want yeah you know, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it because th- I think this is what this guy's into, and what I'm into is, you know, like he's into harmony and harmony and emotion, yeah, and the harmony in your life and the harmony in your heart, yeah. And what what the what what what's the harmony in your life? Like, what's going on? Mm. I don't know. I'm I'm not a therapist. I'm not a. <laughs> I'm barely a musician. You know, like as far as knowledge of music theory and stuff goes, yeah. I don't know. I just, the stuff, it's so emotional to me. And it's it, just good. Yeah. This is like, you know, what he's raising and stuff like that. And, yeah. Um, like, um, there was this track he did. And also, I forgot to say at the top of the show, he's kind, he, he has a lot of parallels with Actress, who he talked about mm-hmm. a few episodes actress ago. Actress is dope. Um, because he also wanted to be a football player. Oh really? Yeah, really. Growing up, yeah, he actually got signed to like an under sixteens um, club for like I think Torquay. Torquay's like down in the south, okay, kind of thing. And he was doing that for a little bit. Um, but also, like, he also collaborated with the London Contemporary Orchestra. Oh, I did see that, and I did recognize that. Yeah, that connection. I was like, that's the same yeah, orchestra. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and. Um, so yeah for the people that know london contemporary orchestra this is obviously from london it's this orchestra Hmm. uh, of uh really great musicians classical musicians but they team up with like different artists modern artists to create new interesting things and and uh, we talked about them a little bit on the episode with actress and and how he worked with them and also alpha miss worked with them um to do a new version of a track that he had previously written, I think like five years ago, called Confliction. And there's a great um, documentary um, about about this, about him working with the orchestra on Spitfire Audio. And it's, it's, that's also an interesting thing because um, I recently did a uh, interview with a guy called Ruxpin from London, mm-hmm. which is out now in the future, and uh, uh, and uh, he uh, Ruxpin does a lot of like uh, string sounds on his compositions, kind of thing. Like using an orchestra or um, organ I, well, that, VST. Well, well, that was the question I had to Ruxpin. I was like, "How are you doing this?" And he was like, "No, it's all um, uh, s- uh, sampled." string instruments okay nice. from this company called spitfire audio and uh but he, but but ruxpin he has all these like um little midi modules that allows mm-hmm. him to control the expression of mm. the samples kind of thing so as they're playing in the computer he can control like the volume and like the emotion of the track kind of thing because he said like you know part of the thing about programming strings is that like you have to think about how string players actually play kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And it's like, and when you're touching a bow, like on a stringed instrument for the first time, it doesn't suddenly make like a really loud sound. 
it's like a build up it's like yeah and so like you know a lot of these guys use these like midi controllers to do to emulate that sort of swell in the sound like, yeah mm. and then and they're live programming the midi expressions using wow. these things sort of thing and spitfire audio is a is a company that ruxpin mentioned is like where he uses his strings from and that's who put out the documentary with alphamist oh, about okay. london contemporary orchestra so Man. it's all kind of connecting okay there's yeah. connecting it's <laughs> connecting for me i uh, love that yeah, that's great it's all connecting and so um i don't know why they put that out i don't know how that project came to be sort of uh -huh. thing but it was interesting because um alphamist said you know obviously he doesn't read sheet music he can't write sheet music like he can't like working with an orchestra is like really challenging to him like he said he's used strings on different tracks before and he hasn't actually used samples he's actually worked with like quartets mm -hmm. like real people on his things but like when it came to the london contemporary orchestra you know there was like it was bigger it's like 12 people kind of thing or something and um and you know and the and the the documentary is really interesting because he's in the room and he's trying to sort of explain what he means and he's able to work with their conductor and their arranger you know and and they're really responsive to what he's saying yeah. and i think being the london contemporary orchestra like by default they're responsive to listening to people that they know don't know how to work with orchestras kind of thing yeah because they're working with electronic musicians and modern artists you know that are not normally part of that world kind of thing and totally sort of bridging yeah. that gap which is actually a really interesting thing for them to be doing is they're bridging the gap between classical orchestral music mm -hmm. and modern music and how mm -hmm. can that sort of you know do things and so yeah alphamist worked with them same as actress did but i think actress had a different way of working with them obviously different artists different yeah it's person. so personal yeah so personal and for alphamist like he said you know he was in he was like just trying to verbally explain what he meant yeah with things but they got it because he was like you know because they said yeah we're trying to tell a story and it's about emotion and they really got it they got it and 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 that and that's the only tool he had to explain what he wanted on his track mm -hmm. was through emotion and like describing kind of thing like how he wanted how he wants us to yeah. feel and so i really wanted to find this track i i don't think it's out yet i don't think it's out but there's like the documentary is out and you can hear snippets uh -huh. of the thing of the thing but um i can't find a place to actually play the whole track with the strings well, this is that new it's not out yet it's new you know it's crazy because it's like in this documentary they're all wearing masks and stuff like that and i was like has COVID been going on this long yeah. now i'm watching like videos of people orchestras like yeah like, in the past yeah, wearing masks <laughs> like <laughs> it's crazy oh but yeah so anyway i just wanted to kind of like bring that out there and i love that i love stuff. that yeah but, but yeah yeah just i mean as you were saying to paint a picture of his connection between music and harmony yeah. and emotion yeah and there's some serious similarities yeah. or or at least some semblance of i don't know the similar energy yeah. and i think everyone feels that yeah, it's yeah. not like it's a new thing that yeah. that he invented or anything but emotion and music yeah and even if if emotion isn't the thing that people talk about mm. like did you listen to that new album 
how did it make you feel? Yeah, people don't say that. Right? Yeah. Like that's like a it's a personal thing. Yeah. And most of do you hear that track? Yo, sick. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, dope. Cool. Bang. Yeah, like okay, cool. Yeah, cool. <laughs> like surface level. Yeah. You know, yeah, just yeah. surface level ideas yeah. about how you feel and stuff. But he's he's going past that. He, he's like, no, well, yeah. What are the insides? How do you feel? Like when you're thinking about this by yourself mm-hmm. and he's putting that on blast mm. and he's like, think about this by yourself. Yeah. I want you to think about this by yourself. Yeah. I don't know. It's good. It's yeah. so good. He's in tune with emotion and he's in tune with, with music and harmony. And I'm like, I want this to be down, but it won't stay there. So I'm just going to keep. The microphone wants to be where it wants to be. Video people. Here I am. Audio people have no idea what's going on right now. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. No, sorry. I was just messing with the <laughs> microphone audio people. I'm sorry. I'm. I realize we're not all on YouTube tonight. No. We are on TikTok though. Live. Check it out. Yeah. Um, but that will be in the past for those of you on YouTube right now. Are we in the future or in the past? I don't know what's going. We're on in right both, now. bro. Time I is think, an illusion. I think, I think we're just in the middle somewhere, floating through things. We don't know where we are or when we are. So anyway, 2019. Thank you for sticking around, Rooster Grooves people. 2019. Some people might be like out of here already. I'm already out here. See you later. Bye. 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 No, uh, you're talking about structuralism. Structuralism 2019. Um, it's another good album. And also, he kind of continued the theme of conversation, but this time with his sister. I had a conversation with his sister and like dropped some of those kind of like bits and pieces throughout the track yeah that's like a theme of communication yeah that's kind of upheld throughout yeah the album that's like kind of um significantly sentimental yeah well this time he was talking about his sister about how we formulate our identities amongst each other see this guy's like beyond music Yeah, yeah he's like therapy through yeah. music like yeah first like album he was like talking about you know mental health and relationships yeah and how we can check in with each other this time he's talking about how we how we formulate our own identities <laughs> um, amongst each other like it mean it's insane yeah. i yeah. love this guy yeah, yeah he's super cool yeah um so what he had to say about this album it's about the mood as well as my stuff, it's sort of melancholic. Yeah. Working with strings gives it more of a cinematic feel. Mm. So for sure. Yeah. For sure. Um, his sister says at the beginning of the album, I think it was the opening track, um, for me, now what I'm realizing is that I'm done trying to treat people as if they're finished beings. Mm. Because we're all unfinished. Basically, we're all unraveling. He says, I think that's super dope. It's true. Because it's not like, here I am, here's what I am. It's like we're all constantly growing. Well, and we're, thing, we're yeah. learning how ourselves are or what ourself is well, as think, we go. And it, it's changing. Yeah, it makes you think about how you interact with people. It's like, you know, everyone you meet in, in whatever circumstance, personal, professional, mm-hmm. whatever kind of thing, is like, you know, that person is presented to you as they present themselves kind of thing. Like, yeah, right? and you, you perceive as they want you to be perceived. Yeah. And maybe oftentimes we think, oh, you know, 
this person's better than me or whatever. They've got their shit together. They're doing all these things or whatever kind of thing. We have all these assumptions or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, um, and we forget that we're all just humans and we're still all unraveling. Like we're not finished. We're never finished until yeah. the day we clock out of this world kind of thing, which is very massive deep subject and makes you think it, it, ma- it makes me think about like how i interact with people like you know it's like you know i can be with everyone like especially with work because i do a lot of work things and i'm always on video calls with different people and stuff yeah. like that and it's like you know it's a like a professional environment or whatever totally and you know these people have like roles and this is their title, whatever. This is what they do. What they, they do. It's just <laughs> this is how are. I am interacting with them. But we forget that they're just people, and that, and they're and they're still working through issues themselves. Or mm-hmm. you know, it's like, uh, I mean, you know, n- not to say that everyone has issues, but we kind of all do at some level. Like we have some. No, I think so, that's a yeah, that's a fair yeah, yeah. statement yeah. to say. We like. There's no person who just gets it. Yeah. So you gotta treat maybe treat each other with a little bit more level of um understanding, care, respect, whatever. Yeah, patience. Sort of patience. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. And that I mean, we're only talking about this here tonight because this guy put this art out into the world. I mean, I didn't even expect to talk about any of this when I was doing That's my research. That's what I'm research. saying. We're talking it's, more about coming up. Now, we're talking yeah. more about human therapy yeah. and psychology <laughs> than we're talking about his jazz hip hop music. I uh, know, yeah, it's crazy. But that's what he's meant to do. That's what he wanted. That's what he wants. Yeah. Like he's that's that's what the vibe I'm getting. That's what he wants to do. That's yeah, what he yeah. wants to put into the world. And you know, I'm happy to be. Uh, you know, part of this project that we're we're helping communicate what yeah, he's yeah. trying to say to the rest of the world. Yeah, yeah, hopefully, sorry. yeah, hopefully, yeah. hopefully, because he's putting a lot of cool energy into the world, a lot of love, yeah. and he's communicating that through me. And hopefully, somebody else can can get that. Yeah. the The best way is to listen to his music, though. Don't listen to uh, to yeah. me. Don't listen to us. Yeah, don't listen to Rooster <laughs> Grooves. Like we're just here to show people what's out there. But listen to this guy and tell me if you listen to this guy. Please tell me if you don't feel anything, because yeah. that would be crazy. Yeah, that would be crazy if you listen to any of these albums. Listen to Antiphon though. Yeah, and if you don't feel anything from that, well then fuck you, fudge you. Like I don't know what to say. <laughs> I don't know what to say. Like if you don't feel anything, then. Yeah, man. Honestly, though, like if you don't, though, I'm actually interested. Like, what do you think about it? If you're not vibing with what I'm saying right now, and you are listening to this, and you did listen to Antiphon, well, I can understand musically. It might not everyone's for sure. There for sure because it's very jazzy. For sure, that's true. That is true. Like, and in that way, music's like like languages. So, me personally, like, I love this album. I will definitely listen to it. But also, you know, like I've heard more of his like groovy catchy tracks a little more upbeat so it's like you know sometimes when i hear like a trumpet solo forever kind of thing i'm like "Mm, it's going 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 a little bit good trumpet yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah no but it's but it's but it's cool i love it but it but it's also like you know 
maybe not everyone i'm just trying to sort of advocate for people no if that, you don't uh, if you, you know. you're listening right now and you don't like jazz yeah you know then then watch another podcast i don't care <laughs> <laughs> that's the best way to say it hey like uh, i love you though thank you for listening we really do appreciate everybody listening i don't mean to make fun we really appreciate everybody Mu- not all music is meant for everybody that's the beauty of it there's something for everybody yeah and it's all different and it's all speaking different yeah it's communicating in different ways to different people and that's what i love that's what i'm here to talk about if you got anything to say hit us up we're always trying to get more interaction with our email we want to know what you guys are listening to what you guys have to say yeah we're we're just one side of the conversation here on roots to grooves yeah and and you're the other half the the listeners yeah and we're we're trying to have a conversation with you and we love that and that's cool because music music is communication I think this guy's a super cool um, example of communicating emotion through music. Like yeah. he's doing something bigger than music. Yeah, he's not just putting out an album and then hoping it sells. And he goes on SNL and he makes money so he can make another album. So I just hit the table. No, but it's funny though because like, like you know, I came across some of his tracks for the drop. I spun them, kind of thing. But I didn't realize this grander story until mm-hmm. we delved into it, sort of thing. And I don't think anyone would about any artist unless you really delve into it. Yeah, and that's what I mean. That's what the show is about, I really, mean, in a way. But like, also, I don't. Well, no, one hundred percent. Like, I, <laughs> we're. I feel like a little bit. We're kind of like pirates, and we're hunting for treasure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We know there's treasure out there. Yeah, yeah. it's everywhere. Yeah. The answer it's it's not in a secret cave under the ocean. No, it's right in front of our face. Yeah, that's what I see. And and I'm super inspired by um, you know, I I don't think there's an artist we could talk about that I wouldn't be inspired with or jolted or you know in some kind of way because you know, and it's like but at the end of the day the weird thing about this show is like you know. We are talking about musicians and their career, their personal history, mm-hmm. as much as we can find out. And if we can't, then we're traveling through their music and what they want to say through their music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it's also like, you know, you like, but they're just humans. I think you said this before, like, you know, they're just, we're all just humans on the same planet. Like, yeah, we're you know, di- no one's bigger or lower than anyone else. No one's more of a celebrity than anyone else you know as as much as we love all of these artists we're talking about like and ones we haven't like radiohead or whatever kind of thing like mm-hmm. they're still just people they're not celebrities they're just people yeah. making art and exactly we are out here reacting to it and trying to make sense of it and um i don't know yeah. i feel like i've gone on a little bit of a weird tangent but like <laughs> no it's a, that's the tangent that's what yeah. that's what we're here to do on roots of grooves we're trying yeah. to communicate with other people. We're just here to communicate and be friends. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking at you guys right now. For those of you not on Audible, I'm looking at you guys though right now. You know, even if you're just on Spotify, we're, we're, we see you. Yeah. And we're trying to communicate. And that's what I think music does. That's what it does for me. Yeah. It leads me to new ideas. Yeah. It leads me to new friends in the real world. Yeah. You know? It, and it's, I don't understand it, but it's powerful. 
yeah. and I think he, you know, Alpha Mist is an example of somebody who's who's recognized that there's power, yeah, in that, and there's good communication, and I don't there's power in that, and you can you can make friends, you can do powerful things, yeah, and it's amazing, you know. So I don't know, I don't have. It's hard to encapsulate all this into a nice finite little phrase that I can give to everybody. Yeah. But like this is powerful stuff and I love this guy. But anyway. It's continuing conversation. Yeah, it's a conversation. That's exactly right, Jay. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. So that's Antiphon. Mm-hmm. I love it. Mm-hmm. Alphamist, Antiphon. I would definitely start there. Listen to this guy. That's where I would start. Bada bing, bada boom. But next album, Structuralism. Yeah, do I just play that track? Is that the track you just played? I think so. I've been like one thing behind you ever, all night tonight. I don't know why. Are we on structure? He it's dropped. Because, it's because I gave you too many beers. Oh, maybe I had one too many beers. <laughs> but that was on the Sakito label. Yeah, which is his own label. So he's been releasing his own music this whole right. time. The whole time? All of the albums? Yeah, up until his 2021 Bring Backs which has come out on the anti-label. Mm, the anti-label. Called anti. For structuralism, he said the theme of communication is upheld throughout the throughout the whole album with sentimental significance. Yeah. So he said, he said it's about the mood as well as about, you know, with his stuff going on, it's sort of melancholic. But this structuralism, it's great. Traditional jazz approach. Yeah. As seemingly he does all his stuff, seemingly, it's tranquil, mellow at times, sometimes chaotic, but it's classical, it's groovy, Mm. uh, it's filmic. Yeah. I think that's a word. Yeah. Cinematic. Cinematic, filmic. Yeah, filmic. Film, filmosity. It has filmosity. Filmobobly. Yeah. Filmobobility. (laughs) Filmobobility. Yeah. But okay, so I mean, it's it's hard to speak about this music and and give it justice. Yeah, more than listening to the music. Yeah, yeah. It, I can't communicate as well as communicates as the music communi- communicates to me, and I'm assuming to other people. Yeah, yeah. I hope everyone knows what I'm saying. Yeah, but like I. You know, I don't know what to say. Like, listen to this music, and it's it's so good. Yeah. You know, I I like to think that I'm uh, I'm a musician. That we're, you know, me and Jay are musicians. Yeah. And we are. Yeah. But you're still learning, and um, I mean, one hundred percent. That's a separate track, actually, of uh, things. I was sort of like looking the other day for some reason because I feel like some a lot of people that do music look young, mm. and I was like, what, "Like, what is that sort of thing?" And I sort of googled around it for a little bit, and and I found like some article I think it was on the Guardians or, or something like that saying that uh, playing music keeps you young, and it's kind of like um, like. Uh, reading like i've heard like one old actor i can't remember his name uh ernest ernest borgnine is this mm-hmm. actor they did this really cool film in in like the t- 30s or 40s or something like that where he played like this like this like 
guy in his 30s who was like a butcher and he lived with his mum and he was like trying to like meet women and stuff like it was a very good movie like i can't remember the name of it but sounds the, fun yeah, yeah but it was a really it was it was a really touching movie and it was a really honest movie and and i i looked up the actor ernest borgnine and i saw him an interview of him when he was like in his later years kind of thing and people were saying how you how you still like keep your faculties and stuff like that and he was like mm -hmm. he was reading hmm. he just said read it's like if you read and keep reading then you'll keep your mind alive and you'll be alive like nice. kind of thing and and this thing i found about music was it's kind of on a similar track because if you continue to play like music is the only thing or playing an instrument is the only thing in this world where you're you're constantly improving mm -hmm. you're never going to be you're never going to be the best there's no what's the end goal like you have to keep like as long as a musician if you pick an instrument whatever instrument it is and you keep playing it and you don't even have to be professional you know you can do do it in your own time whatever kind mm -hmm. of thing but as long as if you like keep doing it like you'll constantly like keep your mind active and yourself active and be young kind of thing mm -hmm. i feel like there's something around like more than that though i feel like it's around vibes and mood and that because i feel like if you like you know just are vibing off of emotions and music because music is emotional like you know it's just like pure emotion and vibes 100 sort of thing yes. if you're vibing off of it all the time yes then then you're constantly stimulating that part of yourself and also if you're a musician and you're doing that stuff then you're you're not only just vibing off of the music but you're constantly like practicing practicing and getting better yeah that. your technical ability yeah, yeah 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 so like yeah this thing i, I read about in the guardian it was like you know it's 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 like music therapy it's like the more you play an instrument the happier you'll be the younger you'll feel the more active your brain will continue to be in your older age mm -hmm. like it's the only thing in this world where you can continue to do it and you will you know uh, uh you know continue to Con learn continue, and continue to, to grow and evolve yeah yeah you'll there's no there's no stopping point with like music and or, or with like learning an instrument, there's no stopping point. It's like you're continuously evolving and getting better, and there's no end to it until the day you die. And like that's really powerful. Like, and it is. This is like completely ad lib and it's like completely digression, but it's like it's Alpha Mist prompted us talking about it. So exactly. We, yeah, we yeah. talk about what we feel. Yeah. In response to what we hear. Yeah. And there's something in here that's one and the same. Yeah. And I think we all experience that as humans. That's why we, we're here. If any of you are here listening to this right now, you probably like music. Yeah. And you probably recognize how crazy things are communicated to you that you don't think, how are they communicated to me? How does this person know how I feel? Yeah. Why did they make that? Why did that make me feel something? Yeah. It's endless. It's endless energy. Endless energy. Endless energy. You should retitle the podcast to Endless Energy. E-E. <laughs> maybe. What do you guys think? 
<laughs> what do you guys think? Let us know. If you can convey emotion, you can make music. If you can make music, you can convey emotion. It goes both ways. Yeah. That's why I'm here. Should we play out? That's why I'm here. Yeah. I think that's all I got on this guy. Yeah, his latest album, um, just to touch on it, because we don't really talk about it, but it's brand new. It's 2021. Just came out. Uh-huh. Give us a chance. Give us a second. Uh, no, it's called uh, Bring Backs. And uh, I think the title of it was like inspired by like this card game um, that he used to play as a kid in London. And, um, and it's like, it's kind of involved to try and explain sort of thing, but basically like um, the sentiment I think behind it is that, you know, a group of people were playing a game and one person can win, but that person still has to stay in until like the rest of the game finishes and that person could still be called back in again, you know? Right. And it's kind of, it's, it, it I feel like he's not really talking about the game of the cards situation more than the sentiment because so far we know this guy likes to talk about deep shit. So, um, Alphamist is dope. Yeah. And, uh, that particular album hit me hard. Like I said, like, I'm not, I'm not joking. Like I just listened to that one again instead of listening to the next album. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, I should probably listen to some other stuff too. So I tried to do it. Um, but it's so good. Well, it's as so we, good. Uh, as we go out, then I'm going to play you this track from his new album. It's pretty damn good. He did a colors show as well. You know about colors, that show they do with, uh, people on YouTube and they're in like this dope studio environment no. with like a weird colored background and stuff like that. No, I do well, not. Well, um, he, he did an episode of that and, uh, he's just playing the roads on this song, he's just playing the Rhodes and rapping in the same exact microphone as we have here right now. The the, the, the sure the sure, and um and it, and it's really good. But this is the album track version that I'm gonna okay. Right now. So to close this out with, so and I think any final parting words before I play this last track. Is this is this his latest album? Yeah, it's called Bring Back. He had he had twenty twenty one. After Antiphon, he had Structuralism. Yeah. And then this is what? Off what album? Bring Backs. Bring Backs? Bring Backs. And then that's it. That's his latest. And that's, that's his latest thing. He's done a lot of like collaborations. He's done a lot of side albums, side projects. I literally don't know what happened after Antiphon. <laughs> I just stopped my research. <laughs> yeah, you've clearly not like, been listening to the I'm rest not. of Bruce Reeves either. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's my problem. <laughs> But this guy is so dope. Like, honestly, yeah, yeah, yeah. it was a pleasure to um, discover him and research what this guy's about. This one's called Organic Rust from Alpha Mist. Right on. Bring backs. Thanks for listening and watching Rooster Grooves with me, Jesse Quigley. And, and I am Jay Purcell, the founder of Signal Radio. But that's yeah. actually Jay Purcell. I'm just kidding. And that's actually Jesse Quigley. Yeah, we switch it up on you because we know you're jokers. And we also try to check if anyone's actually paying any attention. Sometimes they're not. But hit us up. What's that email, Jay? Roots to Grooves at 
signalradio.com. That's S-I-G-N-L radio.com. Serious face, cause it's really a race. Trying to stabilize and we're my out. See you Thank next you. time. My fever Thank leaves me a delirious state. Now I'm grand with your fakes. Here to replace, they cheer me away. Until they hear mistake I don't wanna lose my drive so I'm steering away Plus I got a call saying that a period's late So I'm opening my calendar and clearing the dates It's fate, I'm just a battler Too black to be tattered up a hunter and gatherer Lunge if you're bad enough Roots to Grooves is a production of Signal Radio For more music and independent culture Visit SignalRadio.com That's S-I-G-N-L Radio.com <laughs>